we are going live it should be live now and it is it is live. <laughs> how are you how are you tracy oh my gosh i am so well i'm i'm this is always my favorite time of the week when we get to have these conversations so yes. you know just inherently in the fact that we're in that time now i'm doing really really well it's uh it's been it's been a good week what about you uh it's been it's been a great week been doing <laughs> landscaping um meeting with clients it's been, been been a good week but as i was saying you know as you said this this is your you know kind of a high for you just as I, before we hit the live button, my heart was fluttering, going, bah, 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 bah. and and for me, my heart's fluttering. You know where other people, and I, it tends to look like I am fearful, but it's not. It's just me being alive and butterflies, and and I am going to be pushing on all cylinders, all twelve, because I'm a V12, I think, or V16, maybe not a V4 or V6. Um, <laughs> One of the other Bs, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go, you know, but, but I'm, everything, is, everything is well, everything is well. Um, highlight of your, I know, I know this is your highlight, this is mine. This is my highlight. Other, other highlights um, that you have, care to share? So I have an interest, so, okay, I, I think I talked to you about this before, I don't know if we've talked about this in these conversations, but mm -hmm. um, I was approached at the end of last year by a gentleman who works for a company, and it's kind of a cool concept. They use public crowdfunding to help authors get in front of publishers, okay. right? So, but it's more concept publishing. So, you know, there's different ways to get a book, you know, to print. You can either be an author who has a book and you self-publish or you go looking for a publisher, or you have these concept you know, books where, you know, you've got the idea, the book's not written mm -hmm. and you go, you know, either to look for a, a, a publisher, or I guess that would be the way to go. You're looking for a publisher. Um, gotcha. And that's what they do. So they, they're kind of a matchmaker between authors and publishers. And so he, he reached out to me and he says, you know, have you ever thought about writing a book? I'm like, well, I've been asked a number of times, you know, if I have a book, am I going to write a book? And I said, you know, I had kind of been in this place that I'm, I'm realizing it has a larger, it's, it's a larger impact for me than just the book piece. But as you know, this concept of, oh, I'm not going to do it just because it's expected of me. Like mm -hmm. I've, I've always been that kind of person. Like I'm not going to do it just because it's going to give me a title or people will take me more seriously. That's, gotcha. that's for me, not a reason to write a book. Um, and so I kind of was a little hesitant, put him off, you know, I was just like, well, if you want to, get back to me or whatever. And he did just right after COVID hit, he, mm -hmm. he reached back out and he says, you know, we have a, a, a contest that we're running. And, and what we look at, part of what we do is we look at what readership is looking for currently out there, right? In the mm -hmm. world. Um, they're looking for books about whatever. And he said, the current feedback is that people are looking for books about how to get through uncertain times. He says, you know, there's not a lot out there for that. There's the self-help, you know, how, how to get right with yourself, all that, but it doesn't speak specifically to where we're at right now in time. Gotcha. And uh, he said, you know, the best we can do now is go to those autobiographies, biographies, that kind of thing of 
leadership during hard times, you know, ex-presidents that were good, that type of thing. But in general, how does a person, right, uh, put them, get themselves in that position, not just the concept of needing to do, but how to. Gotcha. And, uh, and that struck a chord with me. It's, it, suddenly it was like, okay, this isn't just a concept of writing a book because I, I never felt to me, I don't know. And this is just for me. I'm certainly not placing this on anybody else that decides to put a book out there, but it just felt very egoic gotcha. and like, oh, I have something to say. Here's my book. I, it just, it didn't resonate with me, but this did because it was, this is what I teach all the time. And I'm like, it's a message. It's timely. And if people are looking for it, then that means it could be valuable. And gotcha. so my why it was a, it was a why that resonated. Like I said, I keep using the word resonate, but it was a why that spoke to me. Okay. And so I said, yeah, so I'm currently getting ready to push the launch button on it. I, I made the profile, did the pitch um, video, all that stuff. It's all there in their system, ready to just hit launch. Wow. But when I hit wow. launch, I have 30 days to publicly fund it, right? Which basically oh. means the more I pre-sell, the better it looks to publishers, right? Okay. And so I am, and Wolwyn, I am not, I'm realizing how much I don't like, as much as I'm a, a, a speaker, and, and I do not like to be in front of people. <laughs> Especially when I'm sell, selling my wares. I'm like, I'm like talking to the guy who's helping me with this, you know, cause you get matched up with, with an agent. Uh -huh. And he's like, he's like, you've got everything you need. I'm like, I don't know how to do it. He's like, just be you. Just yes. speak. I'm like, well, yeah. I know how to do that, but I don't, like, I don't, I, I don't know how to sell myself. <laughs> you know, uh, great, great story. And you know what, what you didn't see happen in the time live went down when you saw me looking on the other screen, I was oh. going in and, and working it, but I'm also recording it on, on, on the computer so we will have that in our replay <laughs> oh good 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 well so and i don't see normally i see live on uh -huh. my end and i just see recording i don't it's, see live it's showing live preparing you know i don't know facebook facebook is doing something strange and there are three people watching now so i can see that hopefully we're giving them something to watch piece um but you know if even if it goes down i'll keep on setting it resetting it up for whatever technical difficulty that's going on uh but we will have the recording on that we'll, we'll we always share uh but but you know i you, you talked about about the the piece on you you can talk in front of people but you don't like you don't like it or you know planning it i i had i don't know if this is similar I've been, I've been studying and in, and it's just the matter of resources in line with resources. See, God, God has given us unlimited resources. So you have the, the resource of speech. You have the resource of writing as this person is coming and telling you, Hey, you can, you can write this. You can do this. We, we, and we, we tend to take our binoculars and look out there and say, wow look at um oprah oprah's doing it or or look at um this person you know just home ever tim robbins um chopra all of these people are doing it but we never take the binoculars and you know switch it back and say you know let me see what i'm doing 
what I'm capable of doing because we have so much within us that when we start to mine it, <laughs> the unbelievable results, the unbelievable output. And this came from, from I was looking at, at uh, there's this, this Bible story with the widow, and I think it was Elijah who she came and there was oil that she had to pour. And he said, bring all the containers that you have and just bring as many as you have and I'll keep pouring. And reached the last container and it stopped, right? Reached the last container and it stopped. And I was praying here and the Holy Spirit said, do you know that if she had containers now, if she still had containers given and putting it in front of me, I would still be pouring it out. I would, it, it just ended again. This, this thing, something's going on, but I will still be, I will still be. Was happening. I know, but I, we, we, we wouldn't stop. <laughs> um, I will still be pouring it out um, today, right? Because it's, we have so much, and God has given us these resources. I tell you that we have, but we tend to not, want to dig deep or say you know what that's not me that's not me and 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 there you go you're about to have author to the to the to the to the name and then there's there are so many other things that will come out of this that that you look like wow you mean i've been sitting on this for for so long and i could have done this right so totally i mean i have to give myself credit for for being willing to say okay i'll I'll, I'll do it. I'll try it. I mean, it, it, when things come to me and they, it's just, it logically makes sense. You know, when he said readership is looking for this kind of thing. And I thought this is exactly what I do every day. This is exactly the lens I look into the world. Mm -hmm. For me, it is like God saying, you're getting called. You're being, mm. you know, I brought this person to you. Here you go. Please yeah. say yes. You know, because, and, and that's, that's why I, you know, that's why I did. But I think also, too, what I recognize is, and I've been saying this to people, because it wasn't like, oh, I have this burning message in the sense of people need to hear what I have to say as my why. I'm just going through this as an experience. If the book never, if, if publishers don't find an interest in it, I'm okay for the experience, right? I'm completely detached from the outcome. I know that it will be good, whatever it is, even if it is just an experience of me learning how to promote mm -hmm. and to your point, say yes to the gifts I've been graced with, you know, in, in a public way, because right. I mean, I, I traditionally have, you know, it goes way back to when I was in middle school, you know, have a hard time showing up like where I'm in the spotlight. I'm okay if I'm delivering someone else's information or I'm that's why I'm okay as a speaker because I'm delivering something that I know is valuable and I've been asked to do it. Correct. But when I, you know, show up in such a way, people are like you there, your stage, get up there and talk. I'm just like, ah, you know, because to me it's about me and that's where instead of my message or my gifts or whatever. And that's where I struggle. But both what I'm hearing from you and what I heard also from this agent, mm -hmm. he said, it's, it's the same. You are your gifts. You are, this is what you teach. And I think it's so funny how the very thing that I talk about all the time is being turned on me right now. Yes. Is, is being, and I'm realizing just what we need most. We Correct. always do what we need most, right? 
always. And so I'm like, oh, this is a humbling moment where, you know, I talk to my clients every day about this and this is coming up for me big time. Mm -hmm. And I'm being super vulnerable talking about this because I'm also an incredibly private person. Katya, our friend Katya, Mm -hmm. who I was talking to yesterday, you know, something she said to me, I don't, I can't remember if it was part of the, um, the live conversation or if it was off camera, uh-huh. but she said, you know, I think it was off camera. She said, you know, you get to show up and people get to see you. She says, that's what people want. Followers want to know what you eat for breakfast. They want to know, they want to have pictures of, you know, you with your family. They want, And it is really challenging me because I have been raised so privately. I I have just so accustomed to not even thinking that my, not not like I'm trying to hide, but like, why is this important to other people? (laughs) People want to see what I'm having for breakfast? Like, why? (laughs) And yeah, so... there's there's a thin line between between that and you know what we could talk about narcissism, right? Um, you you there's a thin line. However, there is a the marketplace right now is looking for authentic. So you can you can you can have the the person who's doing it just because they wanna they you, you know they're 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 oh they're, they're, the 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 here I am with my morning coughing there you go there you go there's the person who stages it to the T right that comes in and 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 they 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 know what they're doing in terms of I'm going to finesse this marketplace then there's the authentic person who's doing it who's saying, um, I want to do it this way, even though it's, 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 you're, you're not sharing your food. You're, you're saying, eat well. You're not, you're not showing, you know, this is what I'm eating, the right? It's like, you know, try to eat well, try to exercise. These are things that I do in order for me to, to be present. These are the back office processes that go on before I get out and you see me performing and doing it. So it's like, it's seeing, it's seeing Michael Jordan when I, so I would, I would watch, basketball fan here, I would, I would watch Michael Jordan play, or even these basketball players, the, the great ones, watch them play, but I never saw them work. You know, when I say work, work on their game. And then- It looks very glamorous and easy. Correct. So. Come Fly With Me came out, I think it was 87, 88, 89. It was showing Michael Jordan what he did in the background. And when I think, when I saw it and it, it uncovered the, the sleepless days, the repetition of fundamentals, the understanding what it took to get to this place. I think this is what, what's missing out there in, in social media. Now everybody's seeing that just what you said, turning around and showing the coffee cup and putting the the, the, the pinky up, right? It's more of teaching and knowing you, knowing you, knowing you, and knowing myself. I am going to engage based on let me teach you how to fish rather than giving you the fish. 
because the other people who are coming on with finessing the marketplace, man, they're teaching, they're teaching, they're giving people fish so they can come back to eat more. But we want to uplift. And it's, it's, hey, in order to do this, here's what we have to do. And I'm going to say this right now, this thing that you're seeing, that you're watching, you're liking, and, and you're saying, this is us having our conversations every, you know, every two weeks. And at the end of one, we went, hey, why don't you just, why don't we just go live and, and, and talk? And here it is, we're to what, episode four now? In episode four, and people are coming saying, hey, man, we really like what you guys are doing. So things that you are doing, things that you have within your toolbox, take that, not market it, but take it and, and show it, show it to the world. Because there are people out there who are looking, saying, if I could only have this, and you could be that thing to that person that would show them, this is how you do it, and, and they can go on to, to, to create paths, you know? Um, I need so much to hear this right now, which I think most people who watch me from the outside are going to be probably shocked to hear me saying this because mm -hmm. I am probably the worst when it comes to the very thing, the very Kool-Aid that I'm, you know, helping other people with. Yep. Um, so I'm going to do a bit of a shout out. I have a, a good friend, Colin Stevens, um, uh, who I met on LinkedIn okay. and he is just such a cool guy. Um, he was one of those kind of rogue LinkedIners, you know, where I'm like, wow, he's putting some really different stuff out there. And gotcha. he and I had a conversation yesterday and we were talking about the concept of holding space. And it, and it's the same thing as what you're just talking about is teaching a man to fish instead of giving him a fish. Mm -hmm. You know, he was explaining that, you know, one of the things he, he's been called to, I mean, this is a guy who speaker, writer, he's working on a book himself, you know, and he's being called to do tarot readings now. And he said, you know, this is not something that, I mean, it's, it's a calling, you know, it, it's this thing that has kind of come up in him and ability to see people on a different level. And I said, you know, I can resonate with that. You know, early on in my coaching career, I realized I could hear people. I could see people through hearing their patterns mm -hmm. and, I recognized that there was a lot I could see and I, and yet I knew I wasn't supposed to just tell them, you know, just say, Oh, here, this, this is your future. This is what, this is who you are and how you operate and how the light and, and the life that is going to unfold for you is going to look. Yes. I was very aware that I wasn't meant to just tell them what I saw because mm. that's not my place. It's very irreverent. First of all, it's their life and they have free will. Correct. And no matter what we see, even if it's spot on, it's not for me to just tell. It's literally for me to hold space because what I see is their potential, right? It's potentiation. It's not, it, it hasn't become yet. And mm -hmm. so there's so many things that could change that outcome. And so for me to just like, oh, this is how it's going to look, or this is how it looks, isn't the right thing. But then how do I hold space for them to find that potential themselves? That's what I've had to hone and learn in my coaching is again, not to give them that fish, not to just give them what I see, but to create a, an environment within which they can discover themselves and their truest gifts and potential potential. And so I'm being now given a stage for that. And I have so much trepidation. It's more so than I even expected, you know, and all sorts of things are coming up, you know, with me around, you know, I, I, I had to do this pitch video, right. For mm -hmm. this book. Mm -hmm. And I go back and I'm looking at the pitch video. I'm like, God, I look old. 
geez, look at the lines. Like, you know, like, my husband who's helping me put it together is like, I don't think anybody cares about the lines in your face, Tracy. Like, it's really about your, your message and, you know, but I'm like, God, I guess I'm not used to seeing me on camera and, you know, and, and, and there is that piece, especially as women, but I think men too, but oh. of image and how we're supposed to look and how we're supposed to behave based on what people will like and what they will buy based on how we look and all this stuff that we're so conditioned that I find my, I found myself and I think that's a big piece of it too showing up. It's like, I'm an older coach with a lot of young coaches hitting the scene. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm coming up on my mid fifties and it doesn't mean I'm old and it doesn't mean I don't, I mean, we could say coaches, the older you are, the more wisdom and experience you have. But also for a face value type of thing, mm -hmm. you know, looks do sell or they have traditionally. And so where does that authenticism as well as, you know, how we want to brand our mm -hmm. image, that kind of thing come in. But I guess what I'm saying is, is I didn't realize how much I would be feeling about this, right? Like just, you know, I'm just like, I'll just do it. It'll be a good experience. All that. And then there's all this emotion around it. There's all of this. I'm feeling internal kickback, yes. you know, having these little mini dialogues with myself. You know, when my agent first was like, oh, we need these things. I sent this long email, like what I couldn't do. <laughs> There's so many, I haven't been to, and then I just sat down after sending this big, you know, email about what I couldn't do. And I just did it. Yes. I'm like, look at yes. me. I'm doing the exact same things as a lot of my clients. And I have, I have, I'm honoring that. I'm honoring my imperfections. I'm honoring Mm. my process and mm. yet I'm also very aware of it um mm. and how it's affecting different aspects of, of my experience with it so it's it's been a it's been interesting and it's only going to get more interesting because as soon as I launch um I have 30 days to sell right. this book that so, will be a whole different experience it, it 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 is and you know what what's unfolding you know, I'm seeing how how we are we are what's happening in these conversations. Um, someone explains something, and then the other person says uh, what they said and push it to another level and teach the the audience. Uh, this is what 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 can happen in your situation, and this is where I come in now and say, you've you've had the 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 push now to to go to the next level. I had a friend, I was talking to a friend the other day and this and she said, you know, it's Rada Mills. She said, Hey, I'm on a cliff. I'm on a cliff. And and I'm on a cliff, but here I am. Somebody's telling me, get off the cliff, get off the cliff. Because you're gonna drop. She says, How sure you I'm gonna drop? I'm gonna fly. I'm on a cliff to fly. When I leap off here, I am flying. I'm not dropping, I'm flying. So we yeah. we we have we have these things in us. We have and and and, and I want to tell a quick story about there's a there's a lady in California that I met who was who who met me on my cliff and and just pushed me. And where I thought I would be, I would be flailing and you know wings all flapping, falling. I I I just picked up and and was oh my goodness, is this what it feels like to put my picture on my website? 
is this what it feels like for me to do this Norma Tyree, right? Norma was a godsend and she, she asked me a question in one of our every Friday meetings we used to have. And she said, Wolwyn, why isn't your picture on the, the, um, the web, your website? And I said to myself, well, um, none. She said, no, there's, there's a reason why. I'm like, no, nah. you know, I had a funny face going. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I just started to cry. And I'm like, and I'm a quick crier too, right? Uh, she says, what's happening? I go, um, I understand why I don't have my picture on there. My picture isn't on there because uh, growing up, I wanted to play in the NBA. I, it, it was my dream, and I worked at it. Tracy, I worked and worked. Um, I worked. Oh my goodness, I worked at it. And the fact that I, when I came here, I didn't even touch a college court. And the options were there to touch it. Uh, I got a scholarship to go to Pfeiffer. But at the time, I said, you know what? I, I want my education and I don't want basketball anymore. And it was so hard to make that decision. And I, I, for quite a while, up till I was about 35, 40, I never watched the draft, the NBA draft. I would, man, I would watch basketball and be so critical and like, man, you, you put your foot, you didn't put your foot on the baseline, you call yourself a pro, you know when somebody's driving the baseline, put your foot on the baseline so they don't pass. Why are you letting the baseline go? And I didn't put my picture on because I said I failed. I did not, so I don't want to put the amount of hours, 10,000 plus hours I put in there. The amount of hours I put behind basketball and the fact that I didn't get to my goal meant that I failed. So I'm not going to put my picture on something. I'm going to put my hours in. And just in case it fails, my safety is I'm not going to put my picture on it. So when it fails, Walwyn isn't seen. Now, how does that look like in our cases? We, and, and mind you, I did not fail. I learned how to be creative, how to read situations two, three steps ahead playing basketball. I learned that I'm very competitive. I learned I love the challenge. I learned that I had to practice fundamentals. So everywhere in my life, I'm practicing fundamentals. I'm looking two, three steps ahead. As I'm running and moving towards whatever goal I'm going at, I can and this may happen, that may happen, the other piece may happen. So I have to do these things just in case X happens. So I did not fail. But we, we tend to think that our, we have our vision and our goals. And just what you're saying, Justin, man, I'm going for the experience, woman, if it fails or what, or whatever. When we're doing these things that we have an end goal and we don't get to the end goal, for whatever matter that is, whatever reason, we take everything in a garbage bag and we dump it in the, in, the, in, the, in the garbage. Whereas there are nuggets in there that God is teaching you so that when you go to the next level, you can then go and do it. I tell you this, Trace, Tracy, <laughs> you are going to succeed in this, in, this, um, in this business, in this book that you're going to get. You are going to succeed. You know why you're going to succeed? You're going to succeed because you've failed so many times and you know exactly how to move forward. You, you, you're going to succeed because 
you fail so many times, you know how to pivot. You go, you go, and you're going to succeed not because you know how to write or you have the right agent. You're going to succeed because you because you failed so many times and you you didn't throw your failures and your lessons in the trash can. You picked them up and said, you know what? When I was leaving Europe, driving that car without gas, this happened. So you know what? When I'm doing this, I'm pretty sure the divine hand is going to come and, 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 and correct me and put me to the right place. But what you can't do, Tracy and all of us, myself and all those who are watching, we can't sit down and say, I'm not going to do it. That's where you fail. That's it. Not doing it. Well, yeah, we can. That's the thing. We can choose to do that. Correct. <laughs> we can Correct. choose not to do it. Um, and, oh. and I think at the same time, first of all, thank you. You know, this, a lot of this is really touching me on a deep level. And, and this is a great learning opportunity for me because I think one of the reasons I also have been so private is because I've been afraid to be vulnerable, right? To the same, to the same point you made you know, not wanting to show up. I, I hear the commitment thing. I, you know, yes. when we don't show up on our website, you know, we don't allow our image to show up on our website or we don't allow our, our writings to show up in a book or we don't oh. allow, you know, ourselves to show up on, on social media. The commitment that we're not making is to ourselves. Correct. Right. And it's, it's not a lack of commitment to our work. It's not, no, it's, it's a lack of commitment to ourselves. I mean, when I, hear those stories of people, you know, who say, oh, I have a business that I, it's three years old and it's not making the profit that I want or that, that makes me feel like it's a success. What I always hear as the reasoning is lack of commitment in some oh, way, uh -huh. right? And they wouldn't think about it as lack of commitment. They may just say, oh, it's something I haven't really fully launched yet. It shows lack of commitment. Really? And again, not commitment because they can't and not commitment because they're lazy commitment because they're afraid, mm -hmm. right? And that's, mm -hmm. that's this whole thing, this fear. I mean, we've all been talking about, we've all been, mm -hmm. you know, we're afraid, we're afraid of failure. And so we, we fear, we fear failure. And therefore we, we create failure through, through not, not committing, <laughs> not going forward, not doing it um, because, because of failure, right? And that's exactly how failure happens. Not when we do stuff, but when we don't. And so I think that that's, and it's not even that failure is a bad thing to your point that I'm hearing also. It teaches lessons always. It brings us, you know, I think about, so you, you tell your story, we have so much in common, it's so fabulous. You tell your story about basketball. I had the same thing with swimming. You know, by the time I was 12, I was being asked to be on the junior Olympic team or to, to try out for the junior Olympic team. You know, I was mm -hmm. the premier breaststroker on our team starting at the age of six. Wow. And so I had extreme skill. And when my parents came to me at 12 and said, this is your decision, which thank God, you know, how many kids that when parents have a kid that has that much talent and doesn't push, well, make the decision for the kid at the age of 12. I'm so grateful to my parents for letting me be, you know, the master of my own universe. Correct. And I said no because I knew the amount of hours it had taken to get to that point. And you know what I said at the age of 12 to my parents? I said, I, I'm saying no to this because I know this will be the rest of my life and I want balance. Wow, wow. I want balance. Do you know what the number one reason people come to me and hire me? 
mm. is they want to create balance. balance. Yep. And I think that's the thing is we're inherently following a course if we listen right to ourselves that we cannot fail. We cannot. The only way we can fail is just to sit there and not do anything. Correct. Right? To sit there and give in to our fears, to sit there and say, I can't, or I don't think I have the resources, or I can't see the way. I don't know what I don't know. And that scares me because I need, I need certainty. I need to know what to expect. Um, to sit there and be so in our minds and, and, and in this place of, of stuck, mm -hmm. that's the only way we can fail. And I, I really, I mean, I'm saying all of this as much to myself. I, <laughs> I think, I I think that's why we talk, right? We, we talk out loud because we need to hear what we have to say for yeah. ourselves. Um, and so I'm just really grateful to have this conversation because it has been a very um, interesting mix of, you know, cognitive awareness and deep emotional reaction. Just in this, this last couple of weeks of deciding to do this pitch. Yeah. And I've, I've been kind of interestingly watching myself, you know, like, like, you know, the, the science, the scientist and the experiment in the cage, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. like, wow, that's interesting how that thing is affected, you know, affected in different ways. Mm. And it's, it's, it's been interesting, but to have this feeling of, you know, reminder and support, we need two things to grow. We need challenge, which we have plenty of that. I have plenty of that in this case. Mm -hmm. Um, but we need support as well to grow effectively. And I think I've always, one of my biggest fears is that I won't have that. Mm. Mm. And yet what I recognize is that the support first comes from within, right? First comes from our knowledge that we cannot fail unless we do nothing. And that I am on the path that is going to be the right one, regardless of how it looks, regardless of the twists and turns, regardless of whether something is a quote unquote success or a quote unquote failure in Correct. the larger public eye perception that I get to determine that I get to say, I want balance in my life, or mm -hmm. I want this experience in my life, or I mm. don't want this experience in my life. Mm. So, yeah. You know, you know, I, I, <laughs> I've been writing down here. So, so a couple of things, uh, when I told my, I think I told my brother that he saw me say something on, on live about the foreclosure, right? And he was like, man, you're gonna talk about that? And I, and I said, uh, yeah. He said, man, you got a, you got a wide mouth. Um, I, and I, since, since I was, I don't know, I, 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 there are no, secrets per se in terms of my story right i, I just blurted out because it, it i think it's based on what my dad told me my dad my dad told me he said uh son when you have a sickness and you keep the sickness and you don't announce it to the town you will die with your sickness you will die in your sickness he says but here's what happens he says when you're sick and you go hey, I have pneumonia, or I have um, this or that. There is somebody in your hearing who has the cure. And they will say, oh, you're sick? This is what you take, take this. And as soon as you take it, you're well. 
people tend to think being vulnerable is is a negative thing and and somebody has even told me they've told me that oh man you got to be vulnerable to certain people because they if you give it to a certain people they will they will disrespect it but guess what even you disrespect it or respect it that's my story i respect my story so you take it wherever way you want to take it I, i'm standing on my story so i announce it and, and people hear it and go oh man i've been through that also i've been through that so how did you get out of it how did you do it and there there you go is how how we teach one the second one was you know um the salmon and the catfish I heard this story, my wife told me she heard it from someone speaking, and I don't know, I, might, I may butcher it, but bear with me. They, they try to take the salmon from the, the ocean or wherever they get it from and take it to the table. It's a long distance. So when they, they, they got it frozen, it wasn't tasty. They took it, brought it live, wasn't tasty uh, they started to think what can we do i think to put a catfish in it in the tank with it got it to the to the table hmm this is tasty so what happened they saw that when they put the catfish in the tank <laughs> the salmon got agitated and scared and there was um anxiety in there so the anxiety and fear drove the salmon taste to stay the same as it was in the ocean so that when they did kill it and it ate it it had even a better taste now what what does that say for us we're salmons traveling from the ocean to where our destination is if it's rosy and we're just rolling in it and there's no no stops no blocks no no anxiety i, I don't want to call fear i don't want us to say fear because if I, i'm not gonna live in that that type of fear right um, you need all of these things in order for you to come out so as you're going through your daily activities into your goals and roadblocks come up you're saying to yourself oh another roadblock nah it's another tasty morsel that's going to be added to your to your mm, to just who you are that when when whatever comes out of you that thing is going to be the best thing ever that someone has tasted so so i don't know why i'm coming back to you i'm just i'm just seeing it your this book you know after this book there's another level that's coming there's there's another there's another huge thing that's gonna come that you're gonna say no not me not me but then <laughs> the 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 fighter in he's gonna be like hey girl that's you come on let's go let's go do it 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 and you will do it because you have this body of work which is coming to do this authorship this author authoring that you will succeed at right and then it's gonna go because you can't stay on this level because god has you see your, your full purpose your full purpose tracy is not it's not it's, it's not it's not coaching there, there's a bigger purpose that god has for tracy to do that that tracy is using coaching as a springboard 
that has put her to this level so that people can notice her. And then the next springboard is the book. But your, your, your call and your purpose is global. You know what I mean? There's something in you that, that the world needs to drink. There's something in you that the world needs to, to taste, but you have to go through these preps. You have to go through these roadblocks. You've got to have the catfish in your tank so that when you come out, when you're delivering, it doesn't want you to go and deliver something that is subpar. Wants you to go and deliver something that is excellent, exceptional, because that's who you are. And I will drop my mic at this time to let you take the mic and talk. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, thank you. I'm I'm very humbled by by your commentary. And you know, <laughs> as you were talking, it made me think of a pattern that I've seen for so long. And that's what I call the reluctant speaker pattern. So mm -hmm. years ago when I had a a group that I created in in the area that I'm in because when we first moved here, I realized, gosh, there's a lot of alternative practitioners, but there's no way to find them online or mm -hmm. anywhere else. Like, how do you know these people other than word of mouth? And I thought, we need to bring the people to the practitioners and the practitioners to the people. Because I mean, here where I live, I mean, you could throw a stone and hit like 10 of them. There's so many, but if you can't find them, you can't yeah. utilize them, right? And so I started by doing bi-monthly meetings where I would invite somebody to come and speak, share, what they had to share, educate, let people mm -hmm. know they were there, how to find them, all of this. And then people, it was free and people could come. And I tried to do it also in various cafes and restaurants and stuff so people could get through the doors. You know, some people say, oh, I've never been to this cafe. I've never been to this restaurant. So sure. let's get some people in the doors of places locally that they've never been to. And so it was just this, this you know, kind of desire to bring my community together in this holistic way. Mm -hmm. um, that what I found oftentimes would happen is the people I found fascinating. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot wait to introduce these people to the public. They were the most reluctant speakers. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not a good speaker. I'm not a good public speaker. I don't, I don't want to put myself in, in, you know, how many people do I have to speak to, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and they were always the ones that everybody wanted to have come back. Yes. Everybody, that was the best talk. That was the most interesting information. That, I didn't even know that kind of modality existed. I would get it over and over again. The ones that are like, ooh, ooh, me, me, I wanna talk, I wanna speak. They were always the ones that were least received and it was like, it was the weirdest pattern that wow. I suddenly realized that it is a calling. It's not to say that people who mm. want to get up on stage and speak can't be effective. That's not what I'm saying. Correct. But I think the ones that are called tend to be the ones that at first are not aware of what they're called for. They're not aware of their own glory. They're not aware of their own gifts. They're not, it's, I mean, and that is, I mean, I have to say this because it's just true and I don't want it to sound egoic, but that has been the mark of my life, my whole life. Mm -hmm. When I used to get up there, I would, you know, jump in the water and I would win every time I had more medals and, and, and then I would get out and I would disappear and they couldn't find me because I was just off to the next thing. I wasn't doing it for the glory. I wasn't doing it for prestige. I wasn't doing it to be the best. I was doing it because I loved it Correct. and I was good at it. And that was what was expected of me. But then I was ready to just, you know, go do something else. And so I really think that that is the mark of all of us. If we're in the lane that's being chosen for us as opposed cool. to the one where we're like, oh, I want to be the expert in that field. I want to be the best, 
in that way. Like that's what com competition, what we don't understand is competition tends to ruin our ability to be in our zone of genius a lot of times because, mm. you know, people will compete to be the best in something they're not even being called to be at times because either their big brother did well at that and they want to prove themselves or their father was like, I'm, you know, their father was a great doctor and they're like, I want to be a better doctor or Correct. whatever. It's competition wow. tends to spur us on wow. to gravitate towards the things that we want to prove our value and our validation instead of just simply doing what we love, honing what comes naturally and being called to that natural place that is our zone of genius and that we, we can almost accidentally deliver. Like, I didn't even know I said something profound. I didn't even know that what, I, what I'm doing was, was you know, valuable to people. I mean, that's, I believe that's what we're supposed to ha have happen. We're not supposed to be uberly aware of how great we are. We're Correct. supposed to know enough about our value to be able to put it out there. And to be honest, that's the reason I'm doing this is to say, okay, I do know that I have a gift for writing. And if what these people are telling me could be beneficial and that could be valuable to what people are looking for, I want to, I want to give that. Like if that's, I mean, if somebody came to me in a, in a hurricane situation and they're like, your, your house is still standing. You have the only running water in the area and, and you know, your garden is still full. Will you take in people and help house them and feed them? I'm like, of course. Yes. Right. And, and yes. I think that, that that's the piece is, is we're almost being asked not to squander our gifts. Um, and that's why we allow ourselves to come forward, not for validation, not to, mm -hmm. prove, not to, not to be the expert, because guess what? We're already the expert at the things that we were gifted. We're already the expert. Mm. We, we already have that. We don't have to prove that. And I, and again, I'm talking out loud because <laughs> there's so, there's so much of that that I teach. And I think for so long, I haven't really allowed myself to be in it too. You know, so this is actually a big moment for me. It's like hey, my coming out party online. I, I, guess what? Guess what? You know, you know what I am, what I am feeling here. I am feeling some like an aha moment, right? You told um, Eureka. It's, I'm hearing you talk. It, something you said just now, allowing a person to be themselves, one, two, uh, competition. It, it, what, what, what hit me was you, you, your, your, your natural abilities, when you operate in it and someone comments, <laughs> that comments, negatively comments, I would say, their comments is like water of the duck's back, right? Because you know you're called for it. You're called to do it. You have nothing else that that you would rather be doing but helping others to, to come into your house to feed them and to clothe and shelter, right? You are you are you are doing what comes naturally for you. And if there's a commentary on it, so what? right compared to the faker the person who's comp competing because dad is a doctor in xyz and someone says man you're not good at this and, oh, 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 you, you mean i'm not good unlike if you are doing it because you love to do it somebody comes to you like man you just don't know i got 
so many different ways to do this and you become so creative. Here's, here's another thing I'm getting here, right? Your, <laughs> and when I say here's another thing I'm getting, you understand, right? <laughs> your, your, you're about, you're about to, to walk into, into ways that you, you, oh gosh, wow, wow, wow. You're about to walk into, you know, you know how, what's his name with the peanut? It was George Washington. Oh, Charles Schultz? No, no, George Washington, the, the slave that, that got so many different ways to, to divvy up the peanut. I think it was oh, George. I don't know about I, I don't know about him. Yeah, George Washington Carver. Carver, George I Washington Carver. That I was know him. about him. I didn't know about the peanut. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I may be getting things wrong here, but but anyway, like this guy goes in into his lab and he says he want to do great stuff, and um, the Holy Spirit tells him, man, just just work on the peanut. And he was able to get oil and crayons and all these different things from the peanut, right? This is as you walking into Tracy, you you're going to you're going to divvy up helping people, right? To uncover uncover themselves and and let them springboard into into greater, right? You're going to divvy up this thing in in books, in movies, in, in, in lectures, in, in, um, here's the other thing that's, that's, oh, wow, um, these online programs, webinars, etc. right, these things are about to unfold, and you're about to open, you're about to open up these different platforms, these different platforms are about to be opened up to you, right, and it's based on material you already have, things that you're already doing, right? Oh my goodness. This, this is an exciting time for you. This, this, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this, this is, this is an exciting time for you. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Um, and this is, this is, you know, I, I'm, I've been led to, to talk to just people who are watching this. Everything that we're saying here, you know, we, we don't plan it. We, it's, it's on scripted. And there you go, Tracy's getting her aha moments and everything unfolding. She's getting vulnerable here on, on Facebook Live and we'll share it on YouTube. Um, you, you and, and, and teaching about your, your purpose and all these things that you have in you. You have these things in you. Your failures are not periods. There are commas. There are commas, right? They are opening you up to greater. Here it is, Tracy. <laughs> Tracy is, is doing the authoring and the pitching and seeing the lines in her face, but so what? <laughs> so what? Because you know what? The end goal, the end goal, the end goal is going to uncover so much for people who are looking for this solution that they wouldn't even see your face. You know what they will see? They will see your gift. They will receive your gifts and not your face. And some of us so think that it's about our face and how we look and the muscle and the, yeah, some, some you know, fashion, modeling, et cetera. But it's so not about, it's about the substance. The substance that's you, that makes you up, Tracy. And that makes me up, Owen. And that makes you up, whomever is listening or watching. 
Ooh, I, I appreciate you holding that space for me, my friend. You know, it's like you holding that excitement. It's, it's interesting because you're so right. What I've been experiencing is people coming to me and saying, hey, you do this really well. I'm doing this. I think what I'm visioning is this piece where these two puzzle pieces come together. You know, would you be interested in partnering up? And there's just so much of that where it's not creating a new, it's just figuring out how we want, you know, do we want what platform? That's what we get to figure out, not how are we going to make this thing happen? We're already doing it. We're just, yes. you know, again, together we are better concept, which my friend Barbara Hemphill talks about all the time, you know, is, is that, that that's the piece that I'm finding because, and you know how I've been putting one foot in the front of the other is asking myself, does this experience feel right to me? Not do people, how am I going to do this? Will people want it? Is this a good idea? N none of that, you know, will this make money? It's all, does this feel like an experience? Is this a person that I'm feeling I want to work with? Is mm. this an experience that gets me like you talked about having butterflies? I get so excited to come and talk to you, gotcha. you know, and, and, and what is that? That's, that's resonance. That's a yes. You know, that's a heck yes. Mm. Um, you know, and that's how we know. That's how our body tells us, you know, if something is like, mm, or if we're not sure, if we're too much in our heads, the situation will develop in such a way that it'll prohibit us from doing that if it's not something that is in resonance, right? Like we're trying to have those meetings and they keep getting, you know, something happens. Yes. And it's like, okay, but I kind of felt that. So I'm going to just acknowledge that. I'm going to mm. acknowledge that I kind of had the signs and signals and the fact that that went away, either that relationship went away or that, that client went away or, or that situation went away. It's, it wasn't meant to be. And I felt that. Mm. I actually felt that. I just was so in my head. I wasn't, I was kind of overriding it. Wow. Um, and I've been in my head so much. I, I love telling the story. One of my most humbling moments was a number of years ago when I was doing a talk and a gentleman approached me beforehand and he says, you know, I'm looking for a, a leadership coach in my life and I've, you know, done my research and I, I'm really impressed with you. And I've talked to people who've worked with you. I really am thinking I would like to, to possibly hire you, but can we talk after your presentation? I'm like, absolutely. And afterwards he approached me with his hand and a, a business card. And he says, I've chosen not to work with you. Wow. But I can talk. And I'm like, wow. after my e bit of a field day with that experience, you know, who does he think, you, you know, I, I remember thinking, well, Tracy, you can sit in your self-righteousness or you could look at this as a possible breakthrough because Correct. this man might have something important to tell you. And when I sat down with him, you know what he said to me? He said, the reason I don't want to work with you is you're too perfect. And that doesn't exist. You're not approachable <laughs> and you're not real. He said, your entire presentation was perfect. You look perfect. Your Q&A was perfect. Everything was perfect. That doesn't exist. What are you hiding from, lady? Mm. Wow. And I was just like, you know, I mean, those moments where, you know, third eye, like somebody shoots you with an arrow, like that's exactly how I felt. Like, because I knew that there was a mark of complete truth in what he was saying. I just didn't know how. Wow. And, and so I had to really sit with that and I had to go in and I... I mean, I remember telling my husband, you know, coming home and he's like, uh, so did you convince him to work with you? I'm like, not really how the conversation went. Um, 
And he says, well, what happened? I said, I told him and he's like, well, what does that mean? I'm like, I guess I need to go on a vulnerability journey, a heart opening journey. I need to, I need to get to know myself better and let Ooh. myself show up more, let me show up more instead yeah. of what I think I'm supposed to be looking like, acting like, being like, you know? And, and so I did, and I have gone through, I've invested time, money in coaches and programs and in, in books, in, in time alone, in all of this to answer those questions for myself. And so it's really powerful for me to be in this place now, because most of my clients now I tell them that story and they're just like, I don't get that from you at all. Yep. I'm like, that's because that man came to me. <laughs> you, you might not be working with me today yep. if he hadn't, right? Come right. in and set me straight. Um, yes. And uh, I call him an earth angel. You know, you get those people in, in your life. And, and so, and I've never seen him since, but it's a real powerful thing now for me to be sitting here and finding that you keep saying next level. And I know you're right. Mm -hmm. I think we're all being called to our next level. I yep. mean, individually and collectively, this just happens to be mine. Correct. Right. Well, what we're talking about right now is mine, my journey, Correct. you know, and what's coming up for me, but each one of us, you know, anybody who's listening to this, you are all being called, yep. right? You are being called to your next level too, whatever that might be. And the fear we feel is real and the confusion we feel is real and the uncertainty we feel is real. And it also allows all of those parts of us that have been blocking us from being that to come to the surface. It, it instigates, Correct. The, you know, it, it instigates those sleeping lions that are the uh, part of ourselves that, Correct. oh, you can't do that. No, that's the ego basically. Um, and <laughs> that's going to come up too. And if we're too scared of our own shadow, if we're too scared mm. of our own blocks, if we're too scared of those things within us, we're not gonna we're not gonna come to a place of integration with them. I mean, it's just so beautiful, but I, I feel it. Like I can feel it on multiple levels right now as we're talking about it. It's just like, oh yeah, take a deep breath. And just as I said to that, you know, in that situation where it's like, I'm going on a opening up journey. I have no clue what that means. I have no clue what that is gonna look like, but I'm saying yes to it and I'm committing to that, whatever it may be. And it has been a wild ride, but I'll tell you, it really got me to a place. I, I am a different human being because mm. of that one man. Wow. Right? Wow. 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 Um, Tracy, I tell you, we, do you know that we are at two o'clock? <laughs> we do this every time, right? We, we are at two o'clock and I, what, what I want to do is, it's just, just, just go over some of the comments. I think um, speak truth, write. You're good at encouraging, motivating others. Good stuff, Tracy. Uh, it, it, it keeps going on and on. I. So had we stopped, had we not done this, we wouldn't have had these reactions. Had we not jumped off the cliff, we didn't know how to connect Zoom to, to live. And Kim, Kimberly Winborn comes in and says, hey, you just got to press that button. <laughs> oh, that's what we do? Great, that's what we do. Today, the three times we had to restart. Hey, you, you got to do it. You got to restart, right? I, I, I am so grateful to be talking with you in terms of what I, I observed today, right? I observed, <laughs> I observed a spiritual loosening up, an eternal loosening up of a of a lioness, right? That's 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 in there. That's that's going to 
as you say, own space and just take over space, right? And it's not taking over space, it's not conquering, it's not putting someone under you, it's you taking space so that you can have dominion and nurture that space so that the seeds that you're putting in that garden will grow and flourish to be trees that will give shade to others. Mm, the way I said it, I was, that was, wow, a, ooh, whoa, man. <laughs> I'm glad we got that on recording. <laughs> I know, I know, but, but no, really, that's, that's what's, that's what's happening in you. And that's what's happening in us. see, um, I, we come with, we're coming into this, to the close of this one. And I, I'm amazed at how it goes. I'm always amazed. And I just want to say thank you for holding space for me. And I also want to say to our, our listenership and our followership, thank you for holding space for me. I appreciate it a lot. Yes, yes. Woo! Goodbye, live stream. Take care until thank you. two weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> Coming, I, I would have I would have just forgotten the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>